This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV. Good morning. Uh, this is a strange thing, me to start in the show saying good morning, but uh, that's what we're doing. Welcome along. Why aren't I large? Oh, why haven't I got another pick? There we go. That 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 works better. Uh, good morning, good evening, good day, good afternoon, good night, goodbye, hello, depending where you are in the world. LTID TV from Leicester Till I Die here with a Saturday morning special. Um, we are going to be looking at the news that a certain gentleman has been recalled to um, to Chelsea. And will we be getting a replacement in? Uh, Owen Palmer-Atkin from BBC Radio Leicester said, Cassidy never lived up to the promise first showing gave. Is that the case? Well, let me invite my guest in, who will say yes or no to that. Ant, good morning. How the devil are you, sir? Morning, mate. Yeah, it's um all good. It's one of those. It's come out of nowhere because he just seemed to be starting to find his feet after a couple of good performances. But 
He had that moment on his debut, didn't he, where he scored and sort of yeah. reveled in glory in front of the cop. And I think we all thought at that moment that we'd signed something special. And I think there's a bit of talent there with the kid, but I mm. just don't think he quite fitted in like I, I think a lot of us hoped. Do, do you think he suffered because the other signings had settled in so well? I mean, yeah, you had a lot a lot of clubs that you know, opposition fans was talking to at the start of the season were saying like, well, you know, we've made three or four signings, they've got to bed in, blah, blah, blah. And they were sort of still saying that after sort of six, seven games. And yet, you know, most of our signings kind of hit the ground running. You know, Mavadidi and, and Fatou, obviously the, the two that you would uh, spring to mind, uh, and even Doyle to a degree, looked like they'd been there, you know, for a good good season. Did Cassidy struggle with that, do you think, because he took that little bit longer? He did, but at the same time, it's like, he is a young lad, and it's like, I also feel like he came in with more hype than any of our, mm. our other signings, because he's like this next wonder kid from Chelsea. So, mm. it's one of those that it hasn't worked for him. He's had a couple of good moments, but he's come into an area in our team that I think for the majority has been our most settled area with Ndidi, Winks, Dewsbury Hall. And it was always going to be hard for him. I don't think his skill set is exactly what we need in that area. But mm. again, I have no ill feeling to him. Good luck to the lad. And again, I think there is a bit of talent there. I just don't think we, I don't think it's what we need right now. No, and he came in uh, off the under-21 um, championships. I don't can't remember if it was European or World, and he'd won the golden boot and got the most assists. And like you say, he'd come in, come in with such hype that it was always going to be difficult to, to live up to that sort of reputation, wasn't it? It was, and we've seen it a million and one times, though. These kids do well in the youth tournaments. Playing men's football at any level is a different game, so... He's one that I actually I do think he will come good eventually for Chelsea. It's just when it's a lone player, you need him to come good straight away because yeah. it's like it's no good him coming good in two or three years for us when we've only got him for this season. It's like yes. you're either good now or it's very little use to us, which is why Callum Doyle is whilst he's made mistakes, he's a young player, it's to be expected. He's also he's come in and come good very quickly. Same mm. with Fat. With with Cassidy, it's been a bit like we've always been told when it clicks, when it clicks, and it's like all well and good saying that, but when he when it clicks eventually, even if he'd seen out his loan, it was only going to be for a limited amount of time because we're now what January the twentieth, and it still hasn't clicked. It's like you can only keep saying this for so long. We're over halfway into the season, aren't we? And you know, you would have expected to see. Um... Uh, you know, probably a little bit more of him. Good morning, Scott. Um, he says, uh, good morning, afternoon, evening. What are you doing to us too early? Get up, mate. Get up. Come on. Uh, remember, I'm up at six o'clock every weekday morning to present you the breakfast show on soyhillsradio.co.uk. There's the B&Q shameless plug out the way. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, they haven't recalled him because he is um, not getting the game time because he was getting probably what you would expect for a, a, a lone player. Um, I just wonder, why, do you think, is he going to make a huge difference to Chelsea's season? 
I look at Chelsea and just sort of don't try and use any logic in the way that they're being run. So, yeah. like, we could sit here with like critical, logical thinking and think, why has he been recalled? We'll be here to tomorrow, mate, and trying to trying to work it out if it's for them to play him. Whether they see another club that he could go out on loan and play every game, that's the only thing that I could yeah. see the logical reason for it. Because as much as he's played as much as you'd expected him to at Leicester, mm-hmm. if there's a team, set, just as an example, like a Sunderland or somewhere like that, where he can go and play every single game, mm-hmm. then that's probably more beneficial to them. That's the only thing I can think. I, I would agree totally with that. But then, you know, I suppose the argument would be, well, look, with Indeedy out, Cassidy seemed to be um, Enzo's first choice as a replacement. So he would now probably get that run of games. I mean, Chelsea are sat in ninth. And how often have we seen teams like, um, like, like, well, players like this, young players, where they go back to the clubs and we never see them again. So many Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea used to have a, a Zulu tribe of youth players that sort of they just used to loan out, didn't they? I did. I, I know what you mean. Just back on one point about what you were saying about um, him being Enzo's first choice. I don't think he is. And that's why I think he's been pushing so hard to sign another midfielder because I don't think he trusts him in that role. I think but he was you playing don't think to... with Indeedy being out. I was thinking he was playing him because he had to. Because that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was because he particularly trusted him. Which is like even before Ndidi was injured, the priority this window has been made clear that it was a midfielder. Mm. Ndidi's injury has like made that ten times more of a. Oh no! um, I think I think what I was getting at was that he was his first choice because indeed he was injured. Yeah, you know, but. He, he just doesn't seem to be that Enzo Maresca type of midfielder, does he? Like that technical mm. on the ball midfielder that can uh, check the ball well and sort of manipulate step base. He's more of a like arriving late into the box kind of player, which we've yeah. seen at moments. But it's like it's a skill set that, whilst at some point will come valuable, it's not what we need at the moment. Mm. We we need we need ready-made players, don't we? Not. I wouldn't even say that. I just think we need more, like because Callum Doyle's not a ready-made player, is he? He's still a work in progress. So is mm. Abdul Fatwu, and I think across our team you've got a fair few like that. I just think that you need Jewsbury Hall is the one. I think our player, but a lot's going to go through along with Harry Winks. Yeah, that other midfielder. I think you need to be able to have someone who's similar in sort of standard and quality of that, and I just. Don't think that Cassidy is or was that. No, no. Um, okay, so he has gone back to Chelsea. Um, just looking at his stats here, he has played a, a lot of games. He played 22 games this season, either as a starter or, or coming on as a sub. Um, scored two goals, and I think, you know, it's 874 minutes in, in, in total. Uh, the only time I mean, he, he could play sort of defensive midfield or attacking, um, central midfield or attacking, I mean, sorry. But like you say, he, he, he started so well with that goal against, you know, against Guardian when he came on. Um, and it just kind of, like you say, I think the expectations weighed heavily on his shoulder. Yeah. And it's one of those that 
I'm not going to sit here and say he's never going to become a good player. I do think no. that he will. But I think when you've made the start to a championship we made, everyone else is flying. He wasn't doing particularly badly, but everyone else's level was sort of up here and he was yeah. about yes. here. Yeah. You stick out like a sore thumb. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, as Scott says here, um, good question. Will this affect our shape? Uh, I'm really interested to see who takes up the number eight role from our current squad. We're going to come on to the current squad in a minute. I don't think it will affect the shape, do you, at all, Ant? No, not at all. Because the squad, I think you could have that question if it was around a Dewsbury Hall or a, like, Ricardo. But this squad has not been built around him. He's been sort of playing a role that's already been built. It's mm. like, it, if you look at, like, affecting shapes and sort of things like that, that's when it's your key men and when it's, like, the squad has been built around them. That I don't think that's the case with Cassidy. No. Um, let, I mean, let's have a look. <laughs> the discussion is obviously then, and we'll come on to Senzi uh, in, in a bit, but... Um, as things stand at the moment, of course, what, what it says here, what again, what Owen said, um, uh, you know, Enzo Maresca has reiterated a number of times that players need to be sold to create for funds in order to buy. Um, although it does say there's a €2 million Euro deal on the table, but he, he's denied that. But looking at... Um, so that, that's, that's our current midfield, according to LCFC.com. Um is there anybody in there that you think would could step up and fill that role? I mean, obviously, some of them are wingers. I accept that. Well, Dewsbury Hall and Winks, I think, start regardless. Yes. They're, when they're fit. Juice, and then Ndidi does. So, it's that player that can come in as a rotation option. And mm. I don't think there's anyone that you could maybe say Casey McAteer. But that's an if, buts, maybes. Because you look at his attributes, they probably could. But... How many yeah. times you say a player's attributes who plays in a different position yeah. into a different role and it doesn't work out. So that's an experiment if he goes into midfield. Um, but there's no one there that, to me that's glaringly obvious. But The only, the only one that possibly springs to mind, I mean, Chowdhury, obviously, he's, he's more defensive and, uh, you know, he, he covers um, Ricardo a lot, um, is, is Pratt. But I just think if you put Pratt on, how long is he going to stay on the pitch or how many games is he going to play before he gets injured again? My thing is, Dennis Pratt, I, my opinion's changed a lot on him in the last sort of six months. Mm. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. Participating restaurants 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Even when he has played, like we've always heard, 
but if if buts and maybes with him, like if he got a run in the team, if he just got consistent, then he would become a great player. And it's like mm. even when he's been given those opportunities this year, like he hasn't taken them. It's like yeah, throughout this season he's been when he, even when he's been fit, he's been sat on the bench and he's not been in Enzo Maresca's plans. When he's played, he hasn't exactly set the world on. A light, and he's always been talked up with this great technical footballer who just hasn't managed to find his way into the team. When he's played this year, he's he has not been any like he's not been good at all. No, no, and I think he. I think I'm, I'm almost certain he'll be leaving in the summer. I mean, his contract expires in the summer. Well, you know, even if we offered him one, would would he accept it anyway? But I think I think he will be gone. So I think you know when you look at that. You can definitely say there is a need to bring somebody in. Um, I think the problem is it's it's the wages with Senzi, and let's let's come on to Senzi now because I mean let's be honest with you, you know, if we can't afford you know two million quid, I mean you know we're paying that in wages for for some of these players. Um, surely, surely we can afford to bring him in. I, I think it's probably just his wages, isn't it? That that maybe why we need to get rid of some people. Uh, and squad spaces. Although Cassidy was in the squad, wasn't he? So, yeah, you know, so... We've, we've now got, we've, we had, we had, um, I think Everson was in the squad as well. So Everson's created a squad space. Cassidy's created a squad space. So suddenly we've got two squad spaces available. Yeah. And I think my, the thing is, I don't know how much money he's on. I don't know what our wage structure looks like in the championship, but it's like, I think this is a signing that you sign now and you probably put him on a Premier League wage with the expectation of going up. Mm. But then you'll have like clauses, etc. But if we don't go up, then he takes a reduction or works the other way where he may not come in on the biggest wage, but as soon as we go up, then he gets a pay increase. I mean, I'm just trying to see here if I can see what his current wages are. Um... I think his current wage was something like 60000 a week. Well, we've got a lot of players that earn a lot more than that, aren't haven't we? You know, um, yeah. yeah. That, uh, hold on, I think that's uh, sixty thousand euros. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what sixty-five, sixty-seven thousand pounds. Um, looking at him though, I mean, you know, let's just uh, let's just look. You know, he he he's won a uh, Italian Championship um, Cup winner. Um, Super Cup winner. He is 28. Uh, central midfielder is his main position, but he can also play defensive midfield and attacking midfield. And, and I was reading about him, and it says, you know, he he can also play as a box to box midfielder. Yeah, he ticks. The thing is, he ticks all the boxes of everything that we need. Yeah. And I think if he didn't have the injury record he had there's no chance we would be looking at him or like say looking at him, have a shot of getting him. The problem is with him is his injury record. It's like, if you can keep him fit, you're getting a player that's well above the level that we are currently. Mm. But can you keep him fit? It's the million dollar question. It is, especially with our uh, history of uh, injuring players, even when they're not playing. <laughs> but I mean, look at, look at Cannon. You know, I mean, we we actually, you know, we bought him when he was uh, when he was injured, knowing that he could get fit. Um, I mean, are we looking at somebody here who 
we wouldn't say would be playing ever. I mean, let's say we go up, we are going to offer indeed a new contract, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, you know, well, now... you... oh, are we? Is, are we? That's the thing. It's like, I don't know why you'd leave it this late if we are. Because now, is for one player that will have interest from the continent. And it's yes. like, clubs from the continent can now start talking to him, offering him contracts and signing him up from next year. Yeah. With Vestard, as well as he's done for us, I think that's less of a possibility. I yes. don't think he's going to have the demand that an Ndidi has. I think Ndidi still has that big name value from what he was a few years ago, but we'll draw our eyes to him. So, I don't know. I feel like it, I've struggled to believe that I'm getting to that stage where what, it's all well and good saying if we offer him a contract, when does that contract actually come on the table? And it's like, he, as much as we want to know his future, he's not going to be wanting to sit there, be sitting there know, not knowing what his future is next year. It's mm. like, he will want to know as much as like the fans will. It's like, and he'll obviously be a lot less in the dark than we are, but it's like, he will want that certainty of, am I going to be here next year? And whilst he's waiting and he's waiting and he's waiting, he's going to get an office from other clubs. So it's like, you can't just yeah. expect him to sit on his hands and just say, I'm waiting for Leicester. I'm waiting for Leicester. It's like, if he's going to get offers from other European clubs, if we don't act quickly, then he could well just sign up, sign somewhere else. No, he could. Uh, I mean, did, uh, I guess we're waiting to see where we are. We may have said this to him, look, you know, because uh, I, I think if we don't go up, then he'll definitely want to go because yeah. he, he can play at that level. We know how he used to be and we know how he is now. So, um and like you say, he will get offers. If we go up, then I think he's obviously a lot more likely to stay. Um, but like you say, it's whether he wants to wait to see that, you know, and and and, and risk that. Um, the other thing with, with, with Senzi as well is, look, are we in danger of losing him? If he's our number one target, then is it not worth risking saying, like, right, Let's just go out and get him, you know. And if necessary, you know, and we can't, you know, try and sell the player afterwards, and you know, to 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 to, to balance the books. Or if not, let's just pay somebody off that's only got you know four months of the contract, five months of the contract left. Because uh, you know, if he is his number one conversation, sort of goes. Sorry to interrupt. I think this conversation goes out the window now that Casade's got gone. I think. Before, if we were waiting and waiting and waiting for a squad's place to be gone, I agree with you. But I think now that Casade has gone, I think this gets done very quickly. It has, it has to be, doesn't it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if, yeah. if he is the, this number one target, and apparently everything's looking like nobody else is in for him because he's still getting, you know, he's still on the in the squad every week for Inter. Um, but I mean, look, it's the 20th of January. We've got like 11 days left of the transfer window. Um, and if we miss out on, on Senzi, we're going to struggle to get anybody else in or we're not going to get the player that we want in, are we? No. and I, My thing is, I don't think we will miss out on him, if I'm honest. I think it. I wouldn't be surprised if we get that. Here we go from Fabrizio Romano today. But um, what I would say is the longer you leave it, the, your options get thinner and thinner and the quality of your options get thinner and thinner. Mm -hmm. um, 
Like, you look at Fabio Carvalho option now gone to Hull, um, and the longer you leave it, the more and more of those players that were options are suddenly yeah. off to their new club or sign a new contract or become less attainable. Because as much as we leave it later, so just as an example, and this is just a hypothetical, we're never going to go and get him, but just as an example, and it's not even a position that we're going to go and get, but Jack Clark, say we go and sign Jack Clark now from Sunderland. Um, not only does it mean that we've left it late, Sunderland are going to raise their price because A, they don't want to sell him, B, they still need to go and get a replacement. So it's a domino effect. It's like, the later yeah. you leave it, you're also yeah. leaving, you're buying uh, the club that you're buying off no time to go and get a replacement. So, this is why I don't mind the start of the January window, but the back end of the January window always feels like a bit panic stationed. Mm, yeah. And just going way back to the beginning when you were talking about Cassidy and you are saying about players that have played well at tournaments and then they don't always show the promise. The name that sprung to my mind there was uh, Kaputska. To be fair, I, I always think... Uh, I always think with Kaputska, almost like Dennis Pratt, it's a what if kind of thing. He's a, he was always a what if, what if. It's like just never there. But yeah. it's never a good idea buying a player off the back of an international tournament, is it? No, 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 it, it, it's not. Uh, it's not. You're quite right. Well, and thank you very much. Uh, like you say, it's going to be an interesting weekend. Um, it'd, be, it'd be nice to unveil him on Monday night before the Ipswich game, wouldn't it? It would. It, be one of those that gets sort of the crowd going a little bit, if not that they should need it with uh, being second in the league at home. But mm -hmm. just anything to ignite it a little bit more can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Um, thanks for coming on. You are obviously from uh, Ant's Leicester fan channel. Give it a shout out to where people can go and uh, subscribe and show the support for you. Uh, yes, yeah, so Ant's Leicester fan channel, um, more live streams again, going to be more. Uh, consistent over the next couple of weeks had an incredibly busy week with work so uh, apologies for no content this week but again going to be more more consistent on Ant's Leicester fan channel with transfer live streams match day vlogs all of that kind of thing brilliant thank you very much go over there show your support to him guys and have a good weekend mate and uh, fingers crossed for Monday night that's it see, hopefully see you in a positive post-match chat on Monday <laughs> positive that's the thing that's the word we're looking for <laughs> take care everybody have a good one right cheers bye-bye uh so thanks very much there to ant for joining us ant's leicester fan channel the link is in the description below so um get over there and show him some support uh we like to support well we do all the leicester fan well most of the leicester fan channels um do tend to we tend to support each other as scott says there we will be playing four four flipping two <laughs> Can you could you imagine? Can you imagine? Uh, it's going to be interesting. I think I think the summary is that okay, Cassidy's gone back. Uh, he didn't show the promise that we thought he would do, um, and I do think he suffered because everybody else slotted in so well and, and hit the ground running. And he kind of, I suppose, not normal. I think everybody else hit the ground running first, but it does show that we do need to go and get Senzi. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, like he said, we don't see um, Fabrizio going, here we go, here we go. But we will see. Look, guys, going to be back Monday night 
quarter past seven for the live watch along uh, of Leicester City Ipswich first taking second we'll be back before then if we do make the sign in we'll be doing another quick show this was just a quick one just to have a chat about uh, that what what's happening at Leicester uh, and like you say I think we've seen when we look at what we've got it just show that we do need uh, do need a Senzi if it's like it's going to be Senzi to come in we will see Thank you very much. Thanks to Ant. Thanks to everybody in the chat. Take care. It's been early on Saturday. I'll let you all go back to bed now because that's what I'm going to do. And I will see you, if not before, Monday night, 7.15 for the watch long. Thanks very much. And if you've been listening on the podcast, thank you very much for sharing your ears with us. Take care, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die, independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.